You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another week of Marketing News Canada. I am so thrilled because we're going to have a special audio visual experience for you because Rena was so kind to send over a soda stream machine to the Marketing News Studios office. And so, Rena, tell us what we got going on here. Tell us what we're going to be experiencing. Okay. So the machine we sent you comes in three parts. You have a machine that should look something like mine. Yes. And you got a water bottle which yes. you're holding there. And yes. you will fill, you've already filled that with water to the line. Yes. And inside the machine is a cylinder. And that cylinder is a carbonator. It actually creates the bubbles. So what we're going to do is we're going to put that bottle in the machine. Okay. I'm doing that right now. And I put cold water in here. Is that, is that okay? Very that works. good. If you like your bubbles strong, cold yeah. is always best. Okay. 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 And it's in. I can't I, see it. I put it in. Yeah. I put it in. Yeah. Here we go. Great. Perfect. Yes. And then bring it maybe a little bit towards you so I can see your hand. If yes. you know right. Perfect. Yes. And then press it down hard. Okay. For how long? Just keep go hard. Press a couple times until you hear like a puffing sound. And yeah. wait, Darren, how do you like your bubbles? Do you like a lot of bubbles? I like a lot bubbles? of bubbles. I'm like a bubble fan. Yeah. So hopefully you got good fingers. You can keep pressing. Okay. I'm going to put the anyway around here, around this here. Okay, okay. That's, it. that's it. You're good. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Sometimes you press multiple times and then you okay. don't have any water coming out. Okay. Oh, but yeah. Okay. You good press and it gets a little bit wet sometimes. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. So I got this here. And then this is the other special thing because I told Ooh. you this my office, we've got Coke Zeros and then we also have Bubbly, which our office is huge fans of. But you sent me Bubbly Drops. Tell me what I got here in my hand. Brand new. You have a blackberry bubbly drop that creates blackberry bubbly sparkling water that you make it by yourself at home. So you put a little bit into that bottle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doing that right now. Can I put a little bit? Here we go. Yeah, that's Beautiful. good. Beautiful. Close it up yep. and don't shake it because nope. then you're shaking bubbles, but kind of roll it around. Yeah. So it mixes. Yes. And now you should have blackberry bubbly. Okay, let's do this. And I'm going to open mine. Okay. Oh, that smells so good. It smells real good. And if you want strong flavor. Yeah, you put more in. And there's six of those flavors. So did you choose blackberries your favorite? It is. It is. It is my favorite. It's uh it's a special treat when we have that. Well, cheers. Here you go. Cheers. Thanks. 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 Oh, well, that's good. Well, that's good. Well, Soda Stream brought to you fresh here at Marketing News Canada. Not often do we dread a drink or eat on the show. So this is very special. <laughs> so all that to say, Rena is a special guest here uh, who comes from SodaStream. Um, tell us about your role and what is kind of like the world you oversee in the SodaStream-ness sure. of Canada. So I am the general manager for SodaStream Canada. Um, we have a staff of 80 people now. Half our people work in the plant. They are frontline workers who fill the bubbles every day. And we have half our staff that's office working from home. And we run the brand for the entire market. We are owned by Pepsi. They bought us about two years ago. But we run quite independently of Pepsi, except for amazing opportunities like Bubbly that you just saw that we're able to leverage that brand and bring it into our portfolio, which is a huge honor. Um, But we have an incredible team and we've had a really great run. In the last five years, we've had double digit growth every single year over the last five years. So we keep going and going and there's lots more to be had. 
And from an environmental perspective, SodaStream has revolutionized the beverage industry by letting Canadians enjoy sparkly water without plastic waste or cans everywhere all over the office. And for our listeners, a bit about you, Rena is a 20-year Canadian marketing veteran from the consumer packaged goods industry, having led marquee brands ranging from Colgate to Campbell's to Kraft and so many more. Uh, She's a frequent marketing awards judge, a passionate public speaker, and an active member of local community organizations in the greater Toronto area. A native New Yorker, Rena earned her BA from Columbia University and her MBA at Julek School of Business. And she and her husband have two children ages 16 and 21. So Rena, I got to say 16 and 21 year old in your house, are they on TikTok? Are they rocking the TikToks right now? They are. They are. Uh, We call them short documentaries. Yes, yes. We have had TikTok on the show and they argue that they are not a social media platform. They are an entertainment system. I get that. Yeah. Because you have to have the audio on. Yeah. 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 Whereas so many other social platforms aren't as, I find aren't as addictive or aren't as crazy like that because you can scroll through and it's got, you know, voiceover, you know, what do they call it? Little words on the bottom and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, it's immersive. Yeah. So I want to jump right into the CPG world. Not everyone has the background that you have or the experience you have. What are some of the maybe the biggest lessons or things that you've seen or trends that you've been watching, especially just even watching with SodaStream, just that crazy growth you've had? And, and again, I, I don't know why I love soda water so much. I, like, I, I'll give it, maybe for me, it's like I come home from work. It's like, it's not having a beer. You don't want to have a beer. You don't have something sugary. Like I'm a little more health conscious and then I've got a bunch of kids I want to be awake for and you know alert for. So I love a good soda water when I come home because it's not just flat, boring water. Yeah. I mean, we know that people really enjoy making the the customization of sparkling water. And that's a big thing, especially with COVID, the idea of DIY, you know, you create your own experiences, your home is your playground. And so we love giving people an opportunity to play around different flavors, different uh, recipes, cocktails, mocktails, um, and also really having less waste. Um, And that's a trend we're seeing a lot in CPG now um, is people wanting to do small things that make a big impact on the environment. And so it's like, here, here's a machine, $120 for this machine. And now you are empowered to make your own sparkling water, your own beverages, and you don't have to look at those bottles in the blue bin uh, and feel bad about it. Amazing. And the thingy in the back, the like the oxygenator, how many of these bottles, and I'm holding up a one liter bottle right here, how many of these will it fill for me? How many will it bubble uh, Around size? 60, depending how strong you like your sparkling water. Incredible. And then these I can just pick up like Lena Drugs, yeah. any store really will that sells them. Sobeys. Yeah. store Metro. Yeah. We're in the... Are, now, are people trying to refill these at the moment? Are they like, oh, I can refill it like a scuba diving store. I can take my soda stream bottles in. Does that, does that exist or no? It exists. People do it. Um, it's not a great idea. It, first of all, voids the warranty on your machine. And second of all, like our, our CO, it's CO2. So our CO2 is all beverage grade. We go through a lot of quality checks. When you go to a paintball store, one of those places and they fill it, you don't know what you're drinking. Um, and you don't know if they've, they've checked the cylinder also to make sure that it has all the proper controls. So yeah. we, um, we don't recommend that at all but people do do that it's like people buying discount ink off the internet and then it arrived one time i had it arrive in my pack and i opened the package and you've seen i've seen it in like movies where it's like someone steals something and there's that blue tag and it explodes all over them or yeah i like opened the amazon bag and it exploded on me because it was just like a defective ink cartridge it could go badly so we don't recommend that yeah 
Um, so uh, people more environmentally sensitive in the CPG world, what else are you seeing as far as trend-wise so, that you find so fascinating? Over your years, you've got 20 years of experience. You must have seen so much, I, so many changes. Yeah, there. I mean, I, I love CPG and, and really like it's so fun to launch a product and then just go to your local grocery store and watch people mm. buy it. Yeah. It's so cool. You get to, and then as you're going through the process of launching or managing your product, you have to think like a general manager. Um, and that's how I think I was able to go from being a marketer for a very long time to a GM role. And it wasn't a crazy transition. It certainly, I had a lot to learn, but cause you have to think about like, okay, well, what if you go from a four pack case to a six pack case, right? Which seems simple. Who cares how many units are in a case? Well, all of a sudden the dimensions, the shelf changes, the like all the listing information, right? There's a lot of crunchiness in packaged goods and it's it's very, very practical. You have to really think through the reality of like, how does a stock boy or girl treat the product when it gets into their hands and they're putting it on a shelf? Um, and how does a consumer use the product when they get home? And you know that consumers do whatever they want with your product. You don't have control. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, whatever it is, let's say it's a, a $2 bottle of ketchup that they're using, right? Which is one of the first brands I worked on. Well, how do you get them to really enjoy it? How do you make that a great experience for them? So recipes is a great opportunity, yeah. PG, right? The the whole product experience, making sure that the packaging is as effective as it can be, the, the quality of the taste, like it's just, it's very sensorial in CPG. It's, it's a very real tangible industry. Um, it's a challenged industry. I don't think it's a simple place to work because I, I always joke the world doesn't really need another double stuffed golden Oreo, right? So like mm-hmm. how much growth are you generally going to get by innovating with your line extensions? Um, and I came from a lot of companies where you know, you're just fighting for that one share point, you know, and that's your big win. You want a point of share, but that all changed at COVID when people at yes. home and the growth is just explosive in all home products. And at SodaStream, it's really different because we've had five years of double digit growth because we're so new. We're only 10 years in the country. And so people are just coming in and using the system and talking to their friends about it. And once they buy that machine, it's a razor blade model. So they continue to buy the cylinders and that continues to grow the business and, and our staff has more and more to do every day. But um, I, I'm very passionate about CPG. It's a, it's a crazy place to work, but I, I wouldn't change it for the life of me. That's really cool. And I think those that uh, did watch the Super Bowl this year, and, and now that we are in the springtime, we get the joy of having, not to be confused with, Michael Buble bubbly drops. So is it is it pronounced bubbly then, or is it bubbly? So you have to ask How Michael. He has very strong okay. opinions on this. Um, yes. And he will okay. be our spokesperson as well. He is our spokesperson on bubbly drops. Um, so he will say it's bubbly drops. Um, and he feels really strongly and he, you know, he goes into stores and changes it. And if you know this, you're based in Vancouver. So yeah. you may see this in your local store that someone with a Sharpie has actually gone and um, I won't say vandalized, maybe fixed the packaging, but that's what Michael does. Cause he's, he's strong about this. That is amazing. That is, and I should look for, I know that he has shown up and um, posted uh, eating a burger at White Spot. And he's a Burnaby native. So I wonder if he is, uh, I, I should check out the Burnaby store sometimes. See a guy in a toque vandalizing some <laughs> boxes. That's my goal. Fixing. Fixing is what Yeah, fixing. Sorry, fixing. Sorry, sorry. Typos. Um, you know how it is. So one thing about your brand, you don't seem to take yourself too seriously, which I find so cool and so approachable and so fresh. Tell us about maybe the thinking behind that and what that's been like. Sustainability is our purpose. And that's a heavy thing. I mean, it can be a really heavy thing, right? Like, yeah. Like, save the whales, the world's ending. Right. And you could go with guilt, right? You could easily go with, oh my God, what are you doing? And make people feel badly about their choices. But honest to God, no one's perfect. 
None of us is perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. And so who am I to start yelling at my poor consumer and tell them that they're making bad choices, right? The, Mm -hmm. The better way to do it is you show them a good choice and you make it fun and you make it very accessible and interesting. And so that's why we work with celebrities like Snoop Dogg, um, who did our campaign for the holidays and into the new year. Um, it's just funny, right? And he's passionate. I mean, he's got a history of working with sustainability brands, but he also is just a really cool guy. Um, and so people see him, they go, okay, that's also sustainability. It's not just, you know, really like, you know, Greta Thunberg, who's an incredible, incredible yeah. role model, um, but unattainable for a lot of us, right? Yes. Very, very, very passionate. And we know that most people are on a journey and we're just helping them take the next step there. That's incredible. And, and I know when SodaStream first came out, you know, it, and, and this is why I love that we recorded this here. I, I got one and, and it was loud and it was black and, and it was uh, just a few flavors were available. But I feel like the jump forward now, like it's so sleek. It fits well on my counter. The flavors are incredible and you can barely hear it. Yeah. We've done a lot of work on the product side there. They've been designed for the consumer, right? We're moving towards consumer centricity, understanding what people are looking for on their counters. And I know people don't want clutter and they don't want big things. So you have to really, to me, that's another thing I guess I should say about CPG. It, it's an honor to be in people's homes and in their everyday lives and in their routines. Mm-hmm. So you have to respect that honor that you're given and give the consumer everything that they're looking for in that relationship. It's amazing. I, we go to our friend's house, the Gertzens, and uh, shout out to Noni and Phil. And, and she will literally say, do you want some soda water? And if they, uh, she'll take a bottle and go into her pantry and then appear with soda water. Oh. It's incredible. And she goes with the, the, the fresh lemon or lime in the, the soda water. And it's amazing. Mm, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And she, and she has strong bubbles. She's a, uh, she's a fellow strong bubble. Cause that's the other thing with this is that you can choose if you want to be weak bubbles or strong bubbles and everyone has a different palate. Yeah. And you can have different yeah. people in the family, also different flavors, right? My, my kids love, you know, very strong flavors. So they'll make a, cola, yes. let's say, and they'll yeah. get that in the fridge. And I say, okay, if you're making a cola, I want a bubbly one. Yeah. And then we yeah. in the fridge, there's a stronger, mine's a little bit less strong. We, you know, get along. It's, you know, been a long time in their family with four of us together all the time. We figure out how to make it work. Man, I, I got addicted to, I, I spent the weekend, it was the uh, mint, I want to say mint strawberry mix that you sent, the flavor, and it was mm. incredible. And and again, you could make it as strong or as weak as you wanted it to, and then you can mix it with all sorts of other delicacies, and it was it was great. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Soda Press is a great brand. It's GMO-free, it's organic, it's in apothecary bottles, which means it lasts longer, which is also very sustainable. So those are, are great, great products we're excited to have in the portfolio too. That's really cool. So what I want to know about your role as a GM, you know, you were in the trenches in marketing and there's a lot of marketers listening, right? There's, there's um, marketing folks at agencies, there's CMOs. Uh, when you look at your role and being able to manage this team, right? And, and play that role. What's your biggest advice to marketers right now to be an awesome team member and to, to keep kind of working alongside their GM? So I mentioned earlier, like you need to really think about the whole system. Uh, a great marketer is really the, the start of a great GM. So I want my staff to ask questions about the other functions before the other functions even have a chance to ask. That's what great collaboration, we call it one soda stream, Ross looks for is you, you really intuit the other people's roles and you get ahead of helping them become proactive in collaboration, by the way, for the agencies as well. It's the same thing, right? You should be under, able to understand this is what they need to be successful and set each other up for success. Um, and that collaboration 
it just builds your own toolbox, right? That's how you grow in an organization is you become better and better at that. The other piece I'm really passionate about is um, productive conflict. So I have been honored with meeting Leanne Davey, who wrote The Good Fight. I was able to actually talk to her in person, well, on Zoom in person. And she's an incredible woman and role model speaker and teacher. And I I don't like conflict. I'm a pretty conflict-averse person. I think a lot of Canadians are. But I make sure we have honest conversations. And that's true between functions, between colleagues, bosses, and managers in their reports, and also especially with agencies. So the flip of your question is if you're an agency and you get a brief and it doesn't really make sense, you don't really get it, ask. Tell your client, I don't understand. You want me to be successful. So why do you need to grow penetration, right? Why are you having trouble getting into this account? Why is this flavor not performing? Well, what do we know about this? And the deeper you understand your brand, the better the product you'll be. It's amazing. What are some things and, and kind of like, there's always to-dos of an agency, right? And there's always, you know, uh, this is what our job is. This is what we're doing. What are maybe some tadas that maybe you've seen over the years that agencies have done that just kind of like, man, if other agencies knew about doing this, or providing this service, or if they did this small little detail, it makes such a world of a difference from communication to expectations, et cetera. I love when agencies, when, especially I've been in companies where we've had a lot more resources than I have now, you know, like big Mm -hmm. organizations. Um, We did some really great work on NABOB when I was at Kraft. um, And we went so deep and we were able to go into people's homes with the agency and really understand who is this consumer and get crunchy about it. And then translate those insights. It was a long, long, long journey, but we translated those insights into great work. Um, the team after me, to be honest, did the work, but it's because we really, really got the consumer mindset and they understood the, the problems. The other thing I'd say agencies, some good agencies respect is that there's a lot of other stuff in a brand than what they see. There's just like, so... A, a brand will say, okay, we need to do this advertising and they'll work on the campaign or the messaging, the positioning or social, whatever it is. And they don't realize the the brand manager may also be thinking about a price increase or be thinking about um, a formula change or distribution opportunities or a, a launch later. The marketers, I think, should let the agencies into that. Not to say we need you to help us do the math and the price increase, but to understand that that's the context of the brand, because sometimes the marketer may not even realize that one thing will affect the other. And a great strategist in an agency can go, oh, you're thinking of a price increase. Okay, well then let's not use a value message or let's try to show quality innately in the production of what we do to just see the whole picture. And then they almost, in a sense, that they have the better context, they can plan out for the years to come versus just that next quarter or the next two quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, like brand wise, like what are you excited about for this next year? Like the, what your brand's doing or, or maybe you want to give a shout out to any other brands that you're like, man, this is a trend I'm following and it's awesome. I'll start with ours because it's easier and we'll talk yeah. about the other ones. <laughs> um, for us, yes, we talked about Bubbly. That is a huge launch and it is an honor to be able to work with such a brand that's been supported in Canada with the Canadian spokesperson. I mean, to have Michael Buble as our hero, that's awesome. We're also expanding our distribution. So, you know, you talk a lot about books. To me, how brands grow, physical, mental availability. Like if you're not available for sale, you don't exist. You're all in PowerPoint. And no brand yep. exists only in PowerPoint, at least not well. Um, so we're looking to open a lot more accounts this year. Um, Amazing. A lot of e-commerce, um, our own and pure play and retailer e-commerce. It's hard. E-commerce is really hard. And CPG people tend not to have a lot of experience because the business model is difficult because you're selling, you know, whatever, $5 item. 
and the shipping could be $15. So making that work, it's, gets really tricky. And then for us, it's also like always sustainability. What's the next step on that journey? Are we measuring enough? Are we changing enough? Are we pushing ourselves hard enough to do everything we can to make this brand live its promise? Yeah, that that's incredible. And, and any brands that you're following at the moment or ones that you think are doing some really cool stuff? Super cool brand. I, I actually just got introduced to the founder is King Children. Have okay. you heard of it? No. Okay. So this is eyewear. Okay. And it's a completely sustainable model. So what they say, and I heard, I saw it on their website. Um, basically there's a lot of waste intrinsic. There's a very old product, you know, the way that eyewear is made and I've worn glasses since I was eight is it's shaved down. And, and there's like, I think it's one to four, one to six ratio of usage to waste. And it's built in. Wow. Um, I don't know a ton about the eyewear category. It makes sense though, because like these glasses were a fortune and I really don't know why. I mean, honest, like what could have been that expensive? Anyway, um, they built an entirely new approach to eyewear. So they make everything to spec to what the consumer needs. They don't have waste and they're very transparent about that. And they integrate augmented reality. So on wow. their app, King Children app, it scans your face and then you see different glasses on your face, wow. which is right? AR, sustainability. And by the way, COVID, because if you don't need to go into a a mall, right, you don't have to, you can just do it on their app and it's fairly affordable. Amazing. Sunglasses, regular glasses. So that was one brand I thought was super cool. The other brand I I really love, and it's such a funny little thing is Rapido Trains. So Rapido Trains is a little niche brand. It's my friend's company. Shout out to Jason Tron. He is a hobbyist. He's a huge train enthusiast. He lives, breathes trains. So he makes these model trains that are perfect. I mean, he literally Mm. will crawl under a train and diagram every little tube and spike, everything in there, and then he'll have them made. And what, as a brand, what I love about it is he gets his consumer, right? Typically, right? Men call it in their 60s, retired men that have some disposable income, have a hobby, want to take the time to get it right. And everything he does is like spot on for them. So it's not one of those, like, it's not a TikTok brand. You're not going to see them on Snap. Like it's Instagram, it's their website, it's the t-shirts. And then he is this charismatic leader of this tribe. So there's a great video of him taking them all on his bus. He bought a bus, he, an old TTC Toronto bus. They went for a ride. They went to Ottawa. They looked at trains. Like, so it's this charisma and this really deep passion, but it also goes to product quality. Right. Mm-hmm. People can tell when your product really performs and it delivers exactly what you're looking for. Yep. Super cool. And of course, I'm sure he's doing e-commerce and all the cool things there, but yeah. um, oh, he's just, he's so fun. Wow. That, that reminds me on the, on the flip side, there's these really charismatic YouTubers on YouTube that are now getting into restaurants, creating mm-hmm. ghost restaurants. So again, restaurants only that are available via the, you know, Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes. And again, they're going from being charismatic on a screen to creating a package experience or an eating experience. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So for you, you're getting this product into people's homes. You're, you're saying, hey, this is an opportunity. What are your thoughts on saying, hey, to get from A to B and that whole journey? Have you guys like, do you map it out? Do you draw it out? Or what does it look like in your office? And what does it look like between all the different teams and, and the collaboration that goes into creating that kind of user journey map? Oh, so the first thing we start with is what's the long-term vision, yeah. right? So I, my, my daughter, you mentioned is 21 years old. So she's in university. She was on campus. Um, and I know walking around university campuses, you don't carry a bottle of water. You carry a reusable bottle because if you carry a disposable bottle of water, like that's not cool, right? Yeah. It's like, you don't do that. And I think for it, I'm like, okay, well, what happens when those 20 year olds are 25, 30, 35, they are the mainstream and yeah. Canadians as a whole go, Oh wow. Like we need to change our habits now. Yeah. So, right. Are we ready for that? Are we yeah. ready for the scale that we will require to onboard all of those people into our system? So when we plan, we think about like, what's our long-term opportunity and what do we need to do to get there? So as an example, we, when I started, we were 14 people. Um, mm. That was my whole team. And I always used to joke, we could fit into two minivans. Now we're 80 people, including a plant, right? So now as we hire, we're looking at people saying, okay, well, this is what we need from you now, but I think we're going to need even more from you in the future. And this is where, now I can't give you, I'm not robust enough to say this is a full succession plan. We don't have that yet. Because I also don't know exactly, but I look for people that have stretched that are really interested in growing and not just following the job description. Nice. Um, and then in the day-to-day, -day, the teams talk a lot. So we have a, a weekly meeting, operations, marketing, sales sits every Monday for an hour, and we go through tactics really deep. And I sit in that because that's how I keep a pulse. I'm like, okay, well, are we getting displays out for you know Black Friday? Are, is the advertising on track? Are we getting the flyers that we need to? Um, and then the leadership team, which is my core team, sits also every week. Um, and while people come in and say, this is what we need, we also have a very tight approval process. So we've had to create processes where there were none to make sure that we're compliant, but also that we knew what the heck we're doing. So people come in and they say, this is what we think we need to launch. So the pricing and honest to God, in a one hour approval meeting, we can approve four to six major activities. 
Like we know what we're looking for. You just, you got to go with it. We all come from big CPG. We've mm-hmm. hired everyone from the places that like the crafts and the Unilevers and the Kimberly clocks and all that. So we know what the big processes look like and we know why we left. Mm-hmm. We know what we want. We want an organization that gets stuff done and fast. And Amazing. so we've created processes. Now we're not perfect. Yeah. There's still a lot that we need to figure out. And as we hire people, Every person we bring in basically, you know, helps, but also creates some complexity in how you communicate. So that's our next challenge is getting the processes as smooth as we can. But it's fun too, right? You that's don't get amazing. to do this. Wow. And, and not all of it can be handled just on a Slack channel or just in a, you know, an Asana or a project management system, right? Like you need those. Um, a lot face-to-face. happens, to be very honest, in WhatsApp. Nice. Okay. Somebody runs on WhatsApp. Wow. And is it multiple WhatsApp groups or is it one major group? No, multiple groups. Okay. Um, So we have a group that has our reps um, in store and all day. I just get pictures, pictures. Wow. They've done in store and what the challenge and what, and it's also, by the way, Darren, it's very cultural, right? So we've always said like, don't just send me the pretty pictures. If there's an out of stock, don't make it look pretty. I want to know you're out of stock, right? If some story, you know, doesn't know how to execute well, show me the before and after. So yeah. a lot of it comes from our culture, which is you got to be honest. You have to say, what, what are the problems that you're facing and how can we help you? I, I don't miss the days where we had our armies go into the executive boardroom and everything was polished and the PowerPoint was perfect. Like, just talk, tell us what's going on. We figure it out. We move forward. Yeah. No, it makes sense. So, you know, where's the wrestle between, you know, it'd be amazing to have a soda stream machine and all the stuff in the aisle that sells soda water, right? Because it's like, hey, here's the alternative, the more cost effective, better for the environment. But that would never happen. The store would never let you be there. Or or are you seeing that happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We are. In Sobe stores, in Metro stores, we are in the beverage section. That um, is awesome. And is that kind of the hope? Is that Do you see a bigger kind of uh, return, like people buying there versus maybe being in like a London drugs electronic section or so kind of homeware? The channel, right? So in a Sobeys, we don't expect a lot of people to go in there as a machine for, to yes. buy a machine. Um, yeah. $120 is a lot to expect someone to pay when they go into Sobeys to do their $300 big shop or whatever. Um, we do usually have one model at least in there, but really it's all about the velocity um, on the cylinder um, and that cylinder, it's the number one skew in all small domestic appliances. It just turns like crazy. Yeah. Because once you're hooked, you're hooked. Yeah, once you're in. So then you're back and back and back. And then you drive traffic to the section, to the store. And then they're right where the cylinder is. So then they'll buy also bubbly flavors, right? Whatever flavors they see there. And they'll keep trying it. So where there's velocity um, in grocery, especially, we want to be in beverages where we have legacy and great appliance accounts like Canadian Tire, Walmart, London Drugs, right? The Bay, Best Buy. So we are in the appliance section. But it really depends situationally where, where you've been historically and where people expect to find you. Yeah. And I wonder where, like, where's that moment in time when someone's ready to make the, the switch from buying like the flats, right? Because there are, I know tons of people that love soda water, right? Our office is one example. And when do they make the switch to say, hey, no, it's time to stop buying the cans. It's time to stop buying the big bottles. So for better or for worse, it's Q4. Okay. Like, literally, you can actually, it's, it's, time, it's time to treat yourself. Like I'm going to treat myself. Yeah. It's when people, I mean, all small appliances, to be honest, have a peak. Um, November okay. Black Friday is a huge, huge week for all every, all small appliances. What's that one that was like? It was really hot on Amazon during the kind of Amazon day, and it was a pot. It's called a crock. It's not a crock pot, but it's like a instant pot. 
instant pot. It was like everyone had it, and everyone knew. But then it was like now it's kind of like no, nah, no one really had it. But there's a few that just went hardcore and still are hardcore instant potters. And they're and they're so interesting. I, I haven't looked at them recently, but I know they used to be Facebook groups. Oh yeah, that oh, was the main thing was Facebook oh, groups, and I'm totally on three. Yeah. I get way uh, more information on Instant Pot recipes than I could ever use. I'm going to yeah. start a soda stream bubbly flavor, like a flavor group. I don't uh, know if there is one or if I could join <laughs> one. Because I came up with like so many good mixes on the weekend. There's some people on Twitter that are hardcore that do a really? great job of flavors. Darren okay. McCann, follow okay. him. He creates okay. easy recipes. I'll send you his link. Okay. Thank you. And we'll put a link in the bio for those that want to, again, go crazy with the flavors. And and again, I like that you used the term mocktails earlier, those that want to live a sober lifestyle, like, but yet still have some fun with flavors and interesting mixes. Like This is a great opportunity having a soda stream. Absolutely. There's a lot of fun you can have with the brand. And there's recipes on our website. There's a lot you can do. That's incredible. But but going down that path, do you know that moment? Like, have you guys figured out the science or the magic of the moment when someone is ready to make this? You're saying it's in Q4. And then are they typically, are they just like, all right, it's time. I'm tired of buying the cans. Or like, do you know what's going on in their heads? I don't. I really would love to. And I know. I know. <laughs> if anyone's figured that out. I don't know. And and of course, at this point, you know, everyone I know has a soda stream machine. So it's not even like I can ask a friend or family. We know that um, from an advertising perspective, like TV is super effective. It works really well for this brand. So there's certainly an awareness component to it. But also there's, you know, the consideration layer that we'll have in social media and digitally. Um, we know people look at reviews online. We know search is huge, but I don't have the psychology. It's a really good question. I think part of it, my hypothesis is, yes, it's Q4. Yes, gifting is a big deal. But I think it's a lot of when you see gifting, you think it's gifting for me. Like anything that you think is a gift, it's really I want for myself. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you, so uh, going back to the Gersons, I know their conversion was they have uh, four kids, right? And they have people like my wife and I who pop in and we love soda water. And they were tired of having cans and bottles filling their fridge. Yeah. So again, they have a smaller house. It's you know they have adult children, and so they love the fact that they could have one bottle in their fridge, and then you know bubble size it multiple times and and fuel everyone up with bubbly water. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was a sizing issue. I get that space and, and home storage. Yeah, yeah. And the recycling. Right. When you see it in the recycling bin, also it's a wake up call. You see yeah. all the cans and bottles there. You're like, no, I can do better. Yeah, no, that's that's incredible. So, uh, your favorite flavor? I need to know what what are you going with? What's your what's your go to mix these days? Cherry bubbling. Okay, well, cherry, and and do you go hard? Do you go do you like a lot of cherry, or you like a nice soft cherry in there? Uh, hard. I yeah. like a lot of cherry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think I told you before. I, we will do cherry in our household because another soda water brand had that had a cherry, but it was cherry vanilla, and you can't get any more. So we will do cherry with vanilla, and it is amazing I'm gonna try that. I'm yeah. gonna that no it's amazing so are you ready for the rapid fire round i'm so excited for rapid okay. fire okay this is awesome what was your first ever job babysitting okay nice night owl or early bird night for sure cat or a dog person so okay i'm allergic to cats so okay. by definition then it would be dog but if my kids are listening we are not getting a dog just this is Bad. not saying we're getting a dog we're not that is awesome. What was the first thing that you ever marketed? Heinz chili sauce. Okay. And then Heinz ketchup and condiments. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. That's great. Um, dark or milk chocolate? So dark for baking, milk yes. for snacking. Nice. Uh, what's the number one thing on your bucket list right now? Okay. 
So I really want grandchildren. Yes. But not again, kids, not now. Okay. Finish school, get married, yes. do all things. Yes. But I'm so ready to be a grandmother. Oh, that's really cool. It's so funny. I will give sometimes soda water to my kids and they call it spicy water because it's got the, yeah, that's, that's See, their description. That's in my life. My kids are big. I need babies. Yeah. There you go. What is your, that's awesome. What is your favorite word right now? Uh, productive conflict. Okay. That's great. Word that needs to die right now. Unprecedented. <sighs> yes. Yeah. So sick of it. What is the last charity you supported financially or volunteer time uh, and why? Um, the school that my kids went to for elementary school, I uh, sit on a committee. We donate um, money to the school occasionally as well. It's an incredible institution for the community I live in here in Thornhill. Awesome. Uh, what's a movie you love that people should hear about? Uh, the Big Short. Nice. Uh, favorite song or album on repeat right now? Okay, so Burn by Toto. Okay, nice. Um, and if you weren't doing this job, because it's awesome that you're doing this job, what would you be doing? I think I would be in a master's program, um, art history or literature. I love learning that. And I'd probably do a lot of volunteering on the side also. Nice. Very cool. Uh, what's an app on your phone you can't live without? Okay, one second today. I document mm. my life. I, I only use the app actually at the end of the year, but I spend every day, I think about what's a cool visual, what's something I want to remember. I record it and then I build up my year. It's, it's a great way to think about your life and gratitude, but it's also a great way to think about content. That's really cool. That's really cool. Favorite children's book? Mm, Alexander and the horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day because you just can't always move to Australia. No. And have you seen the movie? No, I have not. They made a movie of it and it is amazing. Uh, I yeah. also love the Snowy Day. Okay. Love Snowy Day. Uh, Robert Munch? Snowy uh, Day? No, the Snowy Day's Ezra Jack Keats. Oh, yes, yes. The gorgeous and the illustrations in it are incredible. Yeah. Yes. Go on the okay. website. Yeah. Go on the website and watch it with your kids. Beautifully okay. done. Perfect. What is the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? Canada. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you changed your mind and you're here. It's amazing. Um, what's the best thing you ever bought for under $10? This. And what is that? What it's am I like at? Glittery, glittery, silly putty. Yes, yes. Um, it's I have like eight fidget toys, at least on my desk. And yeah. this is the best one of them. You uh, just under the camera so no one can see. Yeah, you can yeah. fidget. Fidget. Okay. And then you just build, basically just make roses and squiggly things out amazing. of it. Can you put it right up to your mic and kind of squish it around to see what noise oh, it makes? Yeah. Can you hear it? Oh, yeah. That's so cool. That is amazing. Okay. ASMR, just a silly putty. It's not no. actually, sorry, I should be fair. It is called Brainy Putty Electroid. Oh, I like it. It was a Hanukkah present for my kids that I then stole. <laughs> it's great. Those are the best that you've adopted. You've yeah. adopted into your life. Um, what is a marketing book that you'd recommend? Um, I, I would say... Uh, How Brands Grow. I still love that book. It, I'm not a, a hardcore adherent to the math. I know like there's consumer segmentation. Yep. Understanding consumer is important. Advertising does count, but honest to God, get your distribution. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, podcast that you recommend? Old school. I love Radio Lab, This American okay. Life. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed Reply All. I can't go into oh. it. It's too much oh. back. Yes. I love, love, loved Reply All. Yeah. No, that was incredible. Newsletter or website that you go to for inspiration, resources that you recommend? So I really enjoy David Pallara's 
his content on LinkedIn. I got to know him also relatively recently and I enjoyed talking to him. And the insight I've had is I can talk to people. I don't need to just read their stuff. So like Leanne, Ron Tight, I loved his content oh. and just reached out and said, Hey, I actually, I saw that he did this podcast and I was like, Hey, any advice on marketing news Canada? And we chatted and like these, these people are super cool. Um, awesome. so I'm, I'm blessed to be able to, to meet cool people and talk to them. Obviously my colleagues and my, my network also is a great source of inspiration and learning. That's amazing. I, I had another guest on who knew Ron and I, and, and, uh, he asked me about Ron and I, and I asked him why he was so unique on the interview of our show. And if you haven't watched it yet, make sure you check it out. Uh, cause he, his background, he's an improv artist. I know. And I was like, I wondered why it was like, cause he, it's just his thing. He can just riff and do his thing. And it's fascinating. He did 72 keynotes in 2019. Wow. So like, how do you do that? So that, so that's what we talked about is how yeah. do you do that much public speaking yeah. uh, and manage the scale of it? And he is a down to a science man. He's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, and what is the last thing that you Googled? Ooh, perfect hamburger recipe. Nice. Very awesome. I'm going to see if we can capture this here. I'm just going to crack this here. Amazing. I'm just going to pour one more glass here. Thank you. Says that. Well, now thank you. Listening. Thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Uh, hey, I, I have that bottle. Okay. That bottle you're holding right now, and, and those that are just listening, it is a smaller size bottle that has a strap on it. Great for taking to the, the gym. Um, so I, I go swimming, so there's no gyms open, but they, they let 12 people swim at a time at our pool. Also, great for the car, because the bitter ones wouldn't fit in the thing. So that's my car bottle, because I love a nice uh, soda water on a drive. That's awesome. Cheers. Enjoy. Cheers. Well, this was a very delicious and um, thirst-quenching episode of Marketing News Canada. Rena, thank you for um, being here. And full disclosure, SodaStream was uh, uh, gifted to us, but... Uh, I have been a fan of soda water for ages. So when Rena heard that we were uh, at a fridge literally full of bubbly soda water in cans, she wanted to change that. And she is changing one office at a time, one household at a time. My household is now addicted. We now have to get one of these for our home, which I'm really excited about. And uh, I'm so excited to see what happens this year with SodaStream and, and the adoption. And, and what is that conversion point for people? One day, maybe we'll figure it out. But you know, our ad systems have not figured out the brains fully yet. They haven't fully infected yeah. brains to tell yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. No, it was, it was a real pleasure. And, uh, if I do say Michael fixing the boxes and the displays, I will say hi as well. Please do. You. Yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> Thank you for being here. This has been amazing. We're going to be in touch. And those that are uh, looking for an alternative when their office opens in their home, have some fun. Soda stream machine, pick it up at your Best Buy, London drugs online on the internet as well, possibly direct at this point and uh, have your life changed for the better. Awesome. See you next time on Marketing News Canada. Thanks, Rena. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded at the Jelly Marketing Studio. Thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editor, Travis Jeffers. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.